What's going on, big man? We are starting a podcast. Uh, I'm just getting where I can relax right now. Just got in. All right. Got to kick back and whatever. <laughs> I figured you guys was going to be on a, a video chat. Oh, oh no. no. I mean, if we wanted to do it through yours, we could. It shouldn't be too much of an issue, right? No. <laughs> We'll put yours on a wireless charger or something, but uh, we're just we're gonna be recording uh, our podcast with audio only. Oh, okay. Well, that's all right. We'll just stay there. Okay. Uh, all right. So the topic that we were going to talk about was toys, and since like toys have amazingly and horribly aged at the same time, what were they like when you were a kid? Well, the toys we had were all the basics. Uh, You had a cap gun that uh, it was either a Lone Ranger or a Roy Rogers set. Yes, sir. Uh, Once in a while, you had Hopalong Cassidy. Uh, For the Wild Frontier, you had the Davy Crockett raccoon skin hat. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And, and there was a rubber knife to go with that. Uh, because of his, the Indian buddy he had. Uh, oh, let's yeah. see what nice. else. Tonto? Uh, yeah. No, Tonto was with the Lone Ranger. Oh, right. Uh, right. Can't think of what uh, Davy Crockett's buddy's name was. But then you had Daniel Boone and his buddy, too. And you had the old uh, rawhide clothes that they wore. And they, they had jackets and stuff like that. Uh, the girls all had a special doll, and they had uh, dresses that they could get to dress up in. And like they like had them or the dolls? Pardon? Like the dolls or the girls? Well, they had both. They had clothes for the dolls, and then they had clothes for the girls, too. And then they had the fairy princesses, and... You wore a little tiara and all that. The gals did. I remember remember seeing about those toys in the catalog that we used to get uh, when we were really young. I forgot what it was called, but it was was run by a Christian family over in West Virginia. uh, Oh, okay. They would, like in the very back of the catalog, they would have all the boys' toys. And the girls' toys would be in the middle. And all of the books, CDs, and videos would all be in the very front for the adults. Yeah. Well, you had uh, Tinker Toys, and oh, then you had yeah. the Log Cabin Toys. Yeah, we called the Lincoln Logs. <laughs> You're right. Exactly. <laughs> um, and you you build a little house with that. Uh, well, <laughs> did anybody build one to keep it? You know, make it stay. They didn't glue it together. They just set it up, and then. Then they'd have war, uh, World War II series and blow everything up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you had all kinds of little toy soldiers. Everybody had their toy soldiers. Those and some, some of the guys had better armies because they had a wider variety. You know, most of us had like a guy that could shoot a rifle and he would either be standing up or laying down. Uh, you didn't have very many guys that had machine guns. Uh, very few guys that had bazookas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, they had the mine detectors? 
Yeah, they had some like that, and they also had some flamethrowers, but they were few and far between also. Because they didn't want you to get too violent. They just wanted you to have an idea what it was about. <laughs> oh, yes. And you really didn't because you never got into it. You got to see certain things. They had a lot of movies on back then when uh, it was World War II movies. And, you know, you got to see what the war was like, but not really. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing like today where you see somebody gets blown up, they really get blown up. Yeah. Uh, most toys were just to have fun with. Uh, you had your fights, you know, and then as you as it moved forward in time, you had, um, yeah, like skateboards. Now that yeah. would be a little little after my time and a little before yours, not much, but you had that. <laughs> then, of course, it went into rollerblades and all that. We didn't have that stuff. A lot of a lot of things we did when I was a kid is you would go to the bowling alley and you would have bowling for kids your own age. And then they had pool tables there, but you weren't allowed to go over to where the pool tables were too often. Because that was close to the bar. Right. They didn't want to near the bar. I think what else there was. Uh, They had, um, yeah, can't think what they called it. Uh, Soapbox races. Soapbox. And that's, yeah, soapbox. You would make a car uh, out of boxes and that, try to get it as, uh, yeah, air, air. I can't even say the word. Uh, oh, crud. I can't think of the word either. Aerodynamic as possible. Okay. Where if you come down a hill, the wind didn't slow you down. You cut through it. Right. You'd have Kinda all like the that angles that would help you. And, it, and you had the angles that would stop you from having what's known as a drag. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, and you couldn't you couldn't use certain things when you were making your soapbox derby car. You couldn't use a lot of grease and oil and stuff like that. It just had to be regular stuff. Uh, and you you made it out of the best stuff you could. And some of the cars got pretty fancy because you could put ball bearings in where it would help the wheel turn easier, but oh, yeah. a lot of guys didn't have that wherewithal. It was their dad that did that. And that's when <laughs> the adults got into it. And, it. and it was less for the kids and more for the adults when they were making them. But the kids were driving them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else there would have been. Yeah, 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 once in a while you had a tug-of-war rope <laughs> where you could get there was some buddies, and and you put a mud hole in the middle, and then you get four guys on one side, four guys on the other, and have a tug of war to did try to pull the other team into the mud hole. Did you ever have a slingshot growing up? Yeah, but it was more homemade. Really? Yeah. How'd you do yeah, that? You, well, back then they had uh, inner tubes for cars and bikes, and if you had a bad inner tube, you, you had a big stretch of rubber left over. 
So you take some scissors or a knife and you cut strips out of that uh, or that uh, old tire as it would stretch, and then you, you'd uh, make a like a pocket in the middle of a about a two foot thing. Like you'd have the pocket, which would be probably about three foot wide and kind of rounded, right? Like a like an oval, like an egg, and then on the two ends it would just be a strap that was going to your wood piece that would hold it. And then you would uh, take a hammer and nail that inner tube uh, to that piece of wood there on both sides. And then you would shoot it through the middle. And usually you could use marbles, old marbles, or you could use stones, you know, stuff like that, BBs, whatever you wanted. Okay. And you could shoot those pretty far. And there were guys that got pretty good with them where they could shoot it like cans on a fence and knock it off the fence. That sounds like fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> Did you ever and break then, anything with them? Oh, yeah, there, we broke bottles and stuff like that. And there were guys that got BB guns and pellet guns. And of course, most of us weren't allowed to go out play with those, they were kind of uh, restricted by the adults and they would watch. Right. Uh, and then my mother was scared to death of guns, so we really didn't have a BB gun or anything in the house. Gotcha. She, did, she didn't like them. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. And I had <laughs> friends that had them, but, you know, whenever they came out to play with them, it's like, time for you to come in now. Oh. So you didn't yeah. get to you didn't get to go behind Mama's back and get to play with him for a bit at all. No, no, you didn't. You didn't do that. that you didn't dare go behind somebody's back to do something Ooh. because if you did, you could be guaranteed that if you were caught, you got the razor strap. Right, razor straps. And, and trust me, that razor strap stung and hurt all at the same time. Because <laughs> it's got weight. Not only does it have weight, but that leather doesn't give. Right. It just right. maxes it. Man. Good times. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You were thrilled to death. You, you learned, how to, learned how to be a rockette all in one, one dance. You know what a rockette is, right? No, but Stubborn. I'm guessing. Bullheaded. You don't know what a rockette is? A rock head or a rockette? Yeah. A rockette was a bunch okay, of Okay, like the punk the kind? What's that? I am not following you. Okay, a rockette was a group of women that would stand in the line and they would kick their feet way up in the air. Oh, do the can-can. Yeah, well, yeah. Similar to that, only there was probably about 20 of them in a row, and they would do it in unison. They would kick their feet up in unison. Right. So they danced and kick their feet up. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a rockette. <laughs> okay. Nice. You'd have to see an old movie of that. No, it it they played it in a lot of cartoons that we watched growing up, so we got the idea, but I wasn't following you yeah. because there was three different things that I was trying to like cross with you. 
Yeah, not, not a rocket. Like, yeah. Rocket. <laughs> yeah no. Well, Grandpa, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you could be we, a rocket. We had those that came in cereal boxes. Rockets? Yeah, little rockets. You had little rockets, a little submarine. And in a submarine, you would put baking soda or powder in that and then put it in the tub. And it, it put, you could put it on the bottom and then it would start to rise to the surface. It would come up. <laughs> nice. And then if you put baking soda or whatever it was you put in for the rocket, you, I forget what the other element was that you put in there, but it would cause uh, it to charge like it had a lot of gas to it, and then the rocket would buzz off. Was it vinegar? And it'd go up about 10, 15 feet, and then come down. Was it vinegar? It might have been. Because I know a lot I don't of... Know, uh, I don't know what else was, was with it. I don't remember a lot of that stuff. I remember they had a rocket that you would shoot with your slingshot. I and think you'd I pull remember that thing back as far as you could, and you'd shoot it up as high as it could, and as soon as it started to come down, there'd pop out a, a parachute, and then it would float to the ground. Yep. Did you ever have those uh, parachute army guys? Yeah, we had those, but they didn't—they didn't work as well as we liked them to. You shoot them in the air. Sometimes they get tangled up and they just come falling down. Other times they'd float down, and then if it was a windy day, you'd have to chase them a half a block. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It didn't make a lot of sense to do that. Yeah. No. We played more games, like we played Army and King of the Hill, and you know, we yeah. had races with our bikes. You got to remember, these were those old bikes. Oh, the steel and they structures. Were, they were always too big for the guy that had the bike. Because <laughs> they were mom and or dads. Yeah, yeah, well, no, they were just regular bikes for boys, but thing is, you always seemed to get a hand on one that was, the pedals were about three inches too long from your feet and you'd be pedaling like crazy to go down the road and then your feet would slip off and you'd fall in the middle oh man oh yeah you're right <laughs> <laughs> you know you're a boy then <laughs> yup and you're saying hi tenor <laughs> Catholics I still do <laughs> yeah well, I'll tell you what it wasn't much and then you had you had the parts where you had fields that you'd go out into, and there would be strawberry patches out there. And you'd go out there and pick strawberries for as long as you could. You'd, you'd probably get, well, maybe a quarter or something in, in your bucket to bring home. And you ate at least that much, if not more, when you were picking them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was too much of a headache to get home and have to take them off take the stems off of them and everything and crush them down so you could have strawberry shortcake. And of course, strawberry shortcake wasn't any good unless you had ice cream with it. Mm -hmm. Sound like good? Yeah, it does. <laughs> well, we, uh, we're trying to figure out what we're going to have for dinner because Mom's going to show up late. And uh, she said leftovers, but uh, the only leftovers that are left is like three or four burrito uh, taco shells left, and then sopa, which is the Mexican noodles. Uh, 
So we're seeing if we can get some takeout or something. Uh, well, let me ask you something. How much is there for the much? leftovers? Oh, not much at all. Not enough for three teenage boys. Yeah. Okay. Well, we, what we used to do is we used to take what was left over, and then we'd add everything we could to it, and it'd just be a mixture. Yeah. And it, and it would be, whatchamacallit. And you'd have a, a bowl of whatchamacallit. Is that what and you called it? Is what you would call it? Yeah, what you would call it. And then sometimes <laughs> it tasted good. And sometimes. other times you wonder why you had that stuff because you didn't know what to call it. <laughs> That's oh. why it was called what you would call it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, we had all kinds of things we did. I remember my mother, your, your great grandma, used to make homemade bread and and we had uh, yeah I can't think of what it was called it was like a welfare peanut butter and butter and when she made the bread we'd take the bread they they put great big old big uh, yeah I'm trying to think a uh, half pound of butter and it was real butter, and mm-hmm. you put it on that hot bread, and it would melt. Oh. That was delicious. Yeah. They were pretty really good, good at making that stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it, and you really haven't had nothing until you had uh, rice for breakfast. Rice? Yeah, rice with powdered milk and yep. sugar. Yep. We, uh... <laughs> I don't know why, because but for the longest time... I associated that with bubblegum. Yeah. Mom used to make some for us. Uh, what was it called? Do you remember? It was uh, white rice pudding. Rice pudding. Oh, it was rice yeah. Pudding. Was rice pudding. Yeah. That stuff was yeah. good. We had rice pudding, but you'd put sugar and cinnamon on it. Yes. Rice pudding. And, then, and, it, and a lot of times, some of the the good rice wouldn't stick, which was better. <laughs> but if you got the old rice that didn't cook up right, it was like clumpy old oatmeal. Yeah. Uh, and then you take you take a spoonful of that, and one spoonful would taste pretty good because <laughs> it had enough sugar and cinnamon in it, and the other the next one would taste like you know like paste. <laughs> yeah. or, or you know it was like, like the glue that you put on the back of it was uh, like semi chewy and like the inside is a little bit bland and dry a little bit bland <laughs> <laughs> well for me a it, was. Bit, it was, a, it was let's put it this way you couldn't get the taste out of your mouth <laughs> <laughs> the original uh... some nasty stuff I'll tell you <laughs> And then what was really bad is if you had to eat that stuff for dinner, you always got this speech. You will finish that or you'll sit there until you're done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, your your mom's Uncle Glenn hated peas. And every once in a while we would have peas with our dinner. And one day he was sitting there and my dad told him, Glenn, you make sure you eat all those peas. And he went, yeah. 
Well, my dad got up and went in the other room for some reason and come back, and he looked over at Glenn's plate, and Glenn's plate was clean. It was empty. Right. And he, and he went, I'm done, Dad. <laughs> uh, and my dad said, okay, well, you forgot your milk. Drink your milk. And Glenn kind of made a face. <laughs> and my dad said, I said, drink your milk. <laughs> So he started drinking his milk, and when he got down far enough, that's where all the peas were at. <laughs> then, he to, then he had to dump him out on his plate and eat him. Needless to say, he didn't put him in his milk anymore. <laughs> it reminds me of one story that uh, Mom used to tell us a lot when we were young. Is, uh Uncle Joel's little escapade where you fed him dog dung. <laughs> Can you retell that story as detailed? I don't even remember, to be honest with you. Well, from what I, I, I remember, a lot of things. Though. From what yeah. I remember, uh, you guys were having. Let's see, it wasn't Brussels sprouts. It was uh, liver. This is the story that I remember. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, Uncle Joel just would not eat it. So you got fed up with it which I'm guessing didn't take long. And then uh, you went outside, you grabbed the pooper scooper, you grabbed a big old pile of it, got a new plate or whatever, put it on the plate and then slammed it in front of him. Well, I didn't slam it, I set it down. And I said, if you don't want to eat the liver, you can eat this. <laughs> he didn't say he ate the liver, he wasn't happy with it, but he ate it. <laughs> Uh, I always go back to that story whenever I hear or like see some child like not thankful for their food yeah. and I'm just like there's so much worse that you could be eating right now that like small thing of cold fries will not hurt you <laughs> small thing of cold fries I'd have dove into it first. exactly <laughs> that's probably why I look the way I do <laughs> me too yeah. Uh, well, I know one thing. Well, sure. you're related. Look at yourself. Yeah, you're a complete What's replica that? of the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I wish uh, I would have learned or been taught that you eat until you were satisfied, and you didn't take more than you needed. Right. You just took enough to be, you know, satisfied, comfortable mm -hmm. when you left the table. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well. I tell you what, you guys, you're kind of fortunate. When I was a kid, if we went over to our grandparents' house, especially my dad's parents, we'd go over there for Thanksgiving, and every plate sat in front of Grandpa. Ooh, dangerous. And when he'd say, whose plate is this? The parents would say, well, that's Jerry's. And he would reach over, and he'd pull a spoonful of whatever he wanted, with the turkey and the stuffing and everything else, and he gave it to you. Whatever he put on your plate, you had to eat. So if he give you a big spoonful of squash that you didn't like, guess what? <laughs> it's going down your throat. <laughs> I don't know if yeah. you can hear the saliva like going down my throat right now. This is a nice yeah. big gulp. Yeah, I thankfulness. Oh. Yeah. yeah, there were some things that I just gagged at every time they talked about eating it. 
I totally understand. Like, you want me to eat what? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, you kid me. When I was a kid, to... like a much younger yeah. kid, uh, that thing for me was baked beans. I just hated baked beans and I could not stand them. So, Dad, <laughs> like, instead of uh, being force fed them, we would just sit around and wait until like we were trying to be excused and of course the or rule came up you're not moving until that's gone so i would eat yep. literally one bean at a time <laughs> and prolong my pain in the worst way <laughs> possible exactly that is painful and it's sickening too yeah <laughs> uh, you know if you just hustle it Shovel it in, get it down, and go about your business. You've been out playing for a couple, three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta really remember what you're doing when you get into that stuff. Oh, man. There was one, yeah. one time when I was growing up in the, in the blue house in Petoskey, I remember getting a canned spinach wet Ooh. wet spinach and then if it was the side dish for the meal that night i ate everything but that spinach hey, weren't you the one who picked it out at the store too no i don't think so i may have but i don't we had that. we had this thing with popeye because oh, of yeah was that yeah <laughs> i was, was like popeye. mom i want to try and be like i want to try and be yeah, like, like popeye because he was super strong and everything you, just spinach. you don't have to tell me about Popeye. <laughs> you look like it too. You got the you got the winking of going on. Uh, I know all about Popeye. Uh, talk about you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> no, yeah, but then I I ended up staying there all night because I didn't touch it. I don't even remember that night. I think it was served to just you because you picked it out. Because I don't remember oh, you then. Man, no, I think Malachi tried it too, but Malachi wolfed it down faster than I did. <laughs> Malachi is always really good at the things that we're not. He's just like excels at the stuff. That Everybody doing. hates raisins. Malachi's got a dog <laughs> pile of them on the table <laughs> at school. Yeah, those are those are like Smartapils. <laughs> uh, you know what Smartapils are, right? I do not. No, we're too young. You really don't know what smarter pills are? No. no. Do we look smart enough to take pills? <laughs> oh, no. This one kid used to come to school and he had a little baggie full of smarter pills. And he'd pass them out. So everybody had some. And they'd eat them and they'd go, man, those taste nasty. No. And he'd bring, he'd bring some more in and go, I got more smarter pills. Finally, one of the guys said, you know what? That tastes like rabbit crap. Go see, you're getting smarter already. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be wise. <laughs> I um. What was your favorite restaurant to go to? Like, did you have any sentimental restaurants, or was it all just the same to you? When I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> restaurant. You oh yeah, you're poor. <laughs> <laughs> there was no such thing as a restaurant as a kid. You ate at the table at home. 
if you got to go to a restaurant, it was really rare. Now, when I hit up around in my teen years, about the only thing most of the kids went to was McDonald's, because that's all there was. Yeah. Better I don't remember than what the they first, got now, right? The first McDonald's I went to was on Gratiot, uh in Roseville, Michigan. And you could go in there and buy 15 burgers for a buck. Oof. Yeah, well, all it was was a hamburger with pickled ketchup and mustard on it. They didn't have anything special. Yeah, and then when true. you walked up to the Golden Arches, you didn't have an inside thing. Just had a thing where you walked up to a window. Oh, yeah, like the classic vendors. Yeah. And then the, the other thing that everybody, when you got a car, you went over to Big Boys because they had car ops there. Oh, yeah, kind of like Sonic, what they got now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and they, they sent some gal out with, with your stuff. They didn't have roller skates on, though. Aww. They just walked over. Then they have you roll your window up a little bit. They put that tray on your window. And, you know, they, it was pretty good. It was a whole bunch different. Then we got uh, A&W. And everybody went nuts over A&W because the root beer was so good. Oh, yeah. And then they, they had the foot-long hot dog with their A&W root beer. How much does that usually cost there? Because, like, back in the day, that must have been, like, what, $2 maybe? Yeah, if that. you got to remember back then, all that stuff was real cheap. When I, when I tell you you could get 15 burgers for a buck, that's... You know, that was that was a special deal. Then it went for ten burgers for a buck. So it it was different on everything. And I I remember when uh, Burger King came out, I think when they started, it was like fifty nine cents for a whopper. And everybody was like, Whoa, that's expensive. But then the whopper would make two of what they've got today. Oh, they were yeah. huge. Hence the term Whopper. Yeah, exactly. And nowadays, it's just the wah. Yeah, it's not even that. It's more like a whoop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and you can have it your way, but the, the burger's so skinny, you can't find it. <laughs> Hey, you used to get a good-sized burger when you ordered, you know, Big Boys or Burger King, even McDonald's. Mm-hmm. I remember working at a, uh, a place that I worked at called um, Jolly Rogers. It was a hamburger stand. And right now in Utica, Michigan, where the McDonald's is, is where Jolly Rogers used to be. And they sold the property to McDonald's. And they put up the McDonald's there. But I worked at that hamburger joint, and I remember making 102 hamburgers at a time. Whoa. Oh, yeah. And he had a grill that was like, oh, I'd say it was uh, probably about eight feet long. And it was a good three feet deep. And you just 
they uh, give you hammers and patties. They give you a box of frozen ones, and you'd set them out so they'd kind of thaw out. And then you'd start just picking them up a patty at a time and laying them on the grill. And you had to be able to keep up with it so you didn't burn it. Mm-hmm. And then you would stop. On the other half of the grill, you'd put the hamburger buns on just to let them get warm and a little brown. And then you'd flip them over on this big spin table, and you'd start start squeezing. You had a gun light that had a trigger on it. You'd pull the trigger, and it's put out enough ketchup or enough mustard. And then you had pickles off the side. You had to throw two pickles on it. And then you then you put the burger on top of that. Mm-hmm. As a you know, and, I, and we lived not, or the business actually wasn't too far from the uh, from the high school when they had their football games and that. So we got bombed with business after, you know, one of the events, basketball, football, baseball, whatever it was. So, it, you know, it was a fun time. Did you ever play any sports? I, I did, but mine, I played the summer sports. I played the double-A baseball. Baseball was a big thing in Detroit area. In fact, uh, myself and two other guys, when uh, we were out playing, we had uh, the Tiger Scouts come in and looking at us. The guy I caught for, he signed with the Tigers and was he was on one of their farm teams. Yeah. You know this, uh, oh, crud, I, this sinker ball that they throw now? I, I forget what they call it now. Uh, yeah. Anyways, if when they throw the ball, it'd be going towards the plate, and it'd get just about there, and then it would just, like, drop up. Drop will lose all its speed and almost go right towards the ground. Yeah, I've seen a few and, of those. Yeah, and if you watch any of the highlights, uh, like through, um, yeah, through Google or stuff like that, mm-hmm. you see how that ball just takes an automatic curve towards the ground. That's the way the guy I caught for pitched. Wow. And he, he was fast. I had a regular glove on my hand, a pad, and then the catcher's bit on, and he'd throw a fastball, and he'd bruise my hand if I <laughs> caught it dead center. Ouch. Yeah, that guy had some power with his throws. Ugh. We didn't really yeah. play a lot of baseball when we were kids. We played baseball-ish. We played with baseball bats, and then we had a tee. Yeah. But otherwise, it wasn't that much. Well, your grandma tells me to this day that she really enjoyed watching me play baseball when we had our church teams. Because uh. I, I was a lot better than people thought I was. They, they just thought because this big old guy get out there, he can't do much. But I think they found out that I was a little bit better than they thought. <laughs> and... and the guy we had out in center field, he played double A ball also, but he wasn't far out of that when uh, uh, we played on the church league. 
and a guy smacked him in the dead center field, and he was a lefty, and he took off running, and he got out there where the ball took one bounce, and he he caught it, and he spun, and I was at third base, and he threw that ball on a straight line to third base for a strike. Ooh. And I was sitting right at that bag, and the guy was coming in, he was he was going to do a number on me, and he dove, and as he dove in, I caught the ball and just tapped him on the forehead and stepped out of the way and slid into the bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to have a lot of fun. There was a lot of times, too, when, when they hit the ball down to me, I played third base, and a lot of people don't realize there's two or three ways you can play the infield. You can play way back where the grass is. You can play up front or you can play at a mediocre. When you're playing third base, I'll ask you this. Where do you think the best place to play is? Uh, Way out? No. Second. That's where you're both wrong. Oh, first. You played on the inside grass on the infield. Okay. Oh, yeah, that is true. There's a reason for that. Mm -hmm. If you take and you put a V from where the batter is towards the third base area, the closer you're in, the less room they have to hit it around you. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh... And when they hit that ball, if you were fast enough, you were there where the ball was going to be. And if they hit it like it was going to be a line drive over your head, it was a whole bunch lower to the ground than it was when, if you were sitting way back. And I make a lot of catches jumping up. They go, how in the world did you jump that high? I wasn't really jumping that high. <laughs> it's just I would catch it before it would get to the, the, the height where you couldn't catch it. Mm-hmm. Of course, I had a bit that was about a half a foot longer than most of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a, a regular outfielder's bit, and when I would jump up where my fingers were, <clears throat> you had at least six inches of webbing left. How much of the gloves evolved in terms of uh, style since you played? How much what? How much of the gloves changed? It was like... Oh, crud. <laughs> I remember the first glove I got, which was my dad's. It had five fat fingers with no webbing. <laughs> and, and you just caught it in the center of your hand. And it was like a pillow. <laughs> that was, it was it. It was like a great big fat mitt. <laughs> And then the next one I had was, it had the webbing, but there was no padding to it. Yeah. So if that ball hits you in the hand, it's like it ripped your hand off. Yeah. Then they start getting the longer fingers and the larger web and a little more padding on the inside towards the wrist. And that's exactly what it had. Okay. And that's where you start to learn how to use a glove. Of course, also when you... When you stop for the season, one of the things you would do, you would get some uh, lanolin and 
and and uh, rub your your glove down with a lanolin wax or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and then you would take a baseball and you would wrap your glove around a baseball or around a softball, and then you would tie something around it so the glove wouldn't open up. So it just stayed tight on that ball. That way, the next year, when you pulled it out of storage, you don't do that thing, and you just put a little ointment on it, and the rubbing compound, and it was nice and soft, and you would actually have to force the thing to open it up so you had the webbing and everything for the inside because it was like a tunnel. And you would open it up, and then when the ball hit it, it would automatically lock it. It just snap on it. Okay. So instead of like, instead of it relying more on you squeezing, it was just, it was a lot easier to catch yeah, it. Yeah, it was like a fly trap, a Venus fly trap. Yes. I was just watching about those recently. Those things are interesting. Yeah, they are. Except I don't like flies. <laughs> oh, man. Like, up in Michigan, the biggest thing that I hated was mosquitoes. Yeah. We just had that problem the night here. I come, uh, when I picked Grandma up from the jail, uh-huh. they must have had standing water down there or something. That the mosquitoes were like, she said they were giants. They're probably regular size, but you know, anything bigger than a man. They were what? She said they were the size of flies. Was that with or without blood? Yeah, she said they didn't get a chance to get her blood. If they'd have sucked mine, they'd have blown up right away. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever done that thing where you uh, you? push more blood to a mosquito and watch it explode? Oh, yeah. I have yet to do that just because, like, I am extremely, like, against having mosquitoes on me at all. So as soon as I feel an itch and I think it's a mosquito, I just instantly, you know? Yep, I know. (laughs) Yeah, I'll tell you what. With me, with this, this old, uh blood thinner I've got, if that bugger landed on me, I'd just take my fist up and watch them swell up real quick. How crazy. Like, when you think yeah. about stuff like that, you think that's a stupid move, Mosquito, when you, like, I'm so much, you know, more advanced, and then you go to stuff like where we humans are constantly falling for advertising traps like that. Yeah. Well, humans aren't all that bright. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Trying to think of a a lead-off topic, but I guess we'll have to start a new one. I think think the best thing about one of the toys he was talking about is the Lincoln Logs. Oh, yeah. Is that... You, they would, it would never stay built for long. You would just use the Lincoln logs to hit your brother or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's got the shorter one if you put it in your fist and hold your fist up and make you hit harder. <laughs> Man, I wish I would have thought of that. <laughs> when, uh, when we were younger, um, we used, you know, the little really short pieces that like only had the one groove in them 
on both yeah. sides. Uh, we would take two of those and put them to big, together crosswise, and we'd call them cannons. So we would oh, have yeah. our own little army battles, and then we had cannons right. and infantry and everything like that. Yeah. It was a lot of fun, that stuff. Yeah. When kids had to use their imagination instead of relying on the program. Exactly. I do remember Tinker Toys. You didn't a lot of stuff on TV that showed you how, either. Yeah. Yeah. So. Did you you ever uh, make a lot of paper airplanes when you were young? Yeah, I made plenty of them. I didn't make any fancy ones. Now, my dad was good at that, but I could never figure out how to make it. He had one that kind of looked like a stealth airplane. A what airplane? A stealth. Oh, a stealth. Okay. Yeah. It had a weird front end like a stealth plane does. Okay. So and it would fly pretty good. So, you know, it was something somebody showed him how to make. He made I never did figure out how to do that. So, it was <laughs> like, yeah, so what? I didn't have the patience, let's put it that way. <laughs> I uh, I remember one time it took me two days to figure out how to make one type of airplane. Just because it yeah. was that confusing for me. It was called the Harrier or something like that. I don't know okay. why. Okay, Harrier jet? Yeah, similar. Uh, yeah. And uh, like I don't know how much, how similar it looked to the jet itself, but that's just the name that it had. Um... I do remember it took me two days because the pictures were, they were step-by-step, but they weren't very well illustrated. It was just the pictures of the step-by-step airplane. That's Dangerous Book for Boys for you. Yeah, Dangerous Book for Boys. And uh, and we, I made it and I finally got it. Like the first day I was trying it, it was infuriating. Like, I just could not get my mind around it. And then the second day, it just clicked so easily, and I don't know why it was so hard. Oh, that was like when you first start getting model cars to put together. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I do. They had, they had a lot of them when I was a kid, and model jets, model boats, and all that. And it always seemed that no matter how close you try to follow that thing, he had 27 pieces left over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a dude. Yeah. And, he, and he couldn't figure out where they went. Because mm-hmm. the instructions were so screwed up. Yep. Now, how am I supposed to put that there? You know, you got to stand on your head backwards and have two left hands. <laughs> I think that's where our mechanic sweat these days. Yep. <laughs> it's like, well, I put it back together, but I ended up with more screws. <laughs> yeah. I, that used to irritate me. And then you get the ones that, and they tell you, when you get this together, the wheels will turn. <laughs> it's like, you get it all together and you try to roll it, and it kind of skid across. <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> stiff as a brick. Did I get glue on a brick or what? <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, I never did try any of them jets to see if they would fly at all. Not me, huh? If I can't get wheels to roll, why do you think I can make a plane fly? Yeah. I used to 
used to like it when they hit those race tracks that they would have the crash cars where you you hit something and all the pieces would fly all over. <laughs> you could never put them back together because you couldn't find all the parts. Some would go under the couch and some would oh, fall yeah. behind the lampshade and stairs. Some would go over by dad. Dad go get away from me! I'm trying to rap. <laughs> If you were being too loud, you knew it. He woke up oh. and he started he started telling you what for. Yeah, you didn't get told what for. You just got smacked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> There's the era. <laughs> yeah, if you were too noisy when I was a kid, you got to go to bed early. Oh, yeah, that was the old-fashioned punishment. Yeah. Or go, go sit on your bed and think about it. Yeah. What do I want to think about it for? I'm in trouble. Exactly. <laughs> the only thing that I could ever think about while being told to go up in my room and think about is how long it's going to take him to spank me. Yeah. Well, I never had to worry about how long. I knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> it was a sure thing. Uh, Usually I didn't get that one that says, go up there and wait for me. That didn't happen. You said they were right behind you. <laughs> I don't know what's scarier, honestly. Well, I was one that I would rather have it get it over with. Yeah. I, I didn't like that have to sit and wait. To me, that was nuts. Yep. <laughs> that, that's more, more punishment than it is for just getting it. Yeah, it's part of, like, the psychology of it. It's really weird. Yeah. What was worse is if you got it at school when I was a kid. Ooh, yeah. What was that like? Well, they definitely used a good old thick paddle. <laughs> and nailed your tail in good. Did they ever do the uh, in front of the school thing? Like, entire in front of the entire class, you got spanked? Oh, no, they didn't, they didn't do that. They just took you in a back room and told you what you did wrong had you apologize for it and then they give you your spots and they weren't mean about it they were just you know this is my job to keep mm -hmm. you straight in fact I tell you what my principal at my elementary school was my Sunday school teacher <laughs> yeah so I had him I had him all week long plus Sundays <laughs> That was kind of the he same thing for he, us, too, actually. He wasn't a bad guy at all. He was a nice guy. But, you know, when he said something, he meant it. Right. And I I think, if I recall right, I, I think I was only down there a couple times and got swat. Other than that, most of the time, you know, I get punished by the teacher. I had one teacher. Her name was Mrs. Cantner. i tell you what. If you got out of line with her, she was like the old maid type that just automatically nailed you. And she didn't she didn't have any any quorum about batting you one. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but it was a different day then. Yeah, teachers could get away with that stuff. Yeah, you know, most teachers didn't really do it to be mean. They did it to correct you. Then. Yep. It wasn't anything personal. It was just, no. this is what you did wrong, I'm gonna help you fix it, whatever, and then we're over with it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, we didn't have anything like that in our school, but uh, our principal was like, sorry, not like, he was in the church. Youth leader. He was, most of the time, it was the church youth leader who would be the principal. Uh, and yeah. then the, uh, there was one time where it wasn't the youth leader, it was just someone that pastor trusted. He was, uh, yeah. what was it? What was, uh, he was, a in a, he was an evangelist in training. So, uh, Brother Ezra Bills. Oh, yeah, he was kind of like the assistant. Yeah, I don't know why, but for some reason, me and him just did not click very well, so we didn't get along. More on my end than his, obviously. He was much more mature and understanding about it. But for me, it was just a huge, a huge deal. I don't know why I made such a big deal out of it, but, like, I just didn't like him. So, you know, I made myself go through pain because I didn't like him. Whatever. Uh, and an aptitude against him, huh? I don't, yeah, I guess. There was just... The thing that I remember most about him is that he was very quiet, and I mistook that uh, quietness for snobbiness, and I hated uh, snobs. So I guess that yeah. was a big base for it, but then everything else that he did annoyed me. Just, like, because I already didn't like him. Uh, you buried yourself, did real Yeah. Life. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, I understand that. A lot of guys do that. Yeah. <laughs> We're morons like that. Uh, I had one teacher when I was in, I think it was eighth grade. Yeah, my English teacher. I could not stand her, but the reason I couldn't stand her is I had a girl that sat behind me, and while the teacher was trying to teach something, when she'd turn her back and write something on the blackboard, mm -hmm. this girl would smack me in the middle of the back. And as big, barrel-chested as I was then, it would, like, echo in the room. And I'd turn around and say to her, leave me alone, and the teacher would yell at me, Mr. Rankin, turn around and pay attention. The lesson's up here. And right. I told the teacher, she keeps hitting me in the back. Well, that shouldn't bother you. You pay attention up here. But she keeps that up. I'm going to tell her what and knock her in the back wall. <laughs> I never did, but... I got into it with that teacher two or three times, and finally she told me, you don't like it, Mr. Rankin, you can go to the office. So I got up and walked out of the class, went down to the office. That makes They're like, what are you here sense. for? I said, the teacher told me I could come to the office. <laughs> so I got to speak to the assistant principal. Uh -huh. He go, what are you in here for? I said, I was told to leave the class, and I said, I tried to explain that the girl behind me kept hitting me, and the teacher blamed me for it, because... I told her to quit hitting me. Wow. And he's like, what else are you doing? I said, that's all that's happening. I was telling her, leave me alone. Can't learn with somebody beating on you. Well, you go back to class. I went back to class, went in and sat down, and the teacher was still all over me like ants on a sugar pile. <laughs> so that was that was a mistake on my part to hold my grudge against her because I... I, it was an English class, and I determined, thank you, what she did, I wasn't doing anything she said. Oof. I just sit there. 
She'd go, you got your homework done? No. You gonna do it? No. Why not? Because I don't want to. <laughs> I think uh, if my dad would have known I was talking to her like that, he'd have killed me. Probably. Yeah. But, uh... You grandpa was I, a savage I, like that, man. I went through that class, got out of there, and, you know, never did learn anything about English. That's why your grandmother's still trying to teach it to me. Yeah. I'd say you got a good match there. Well, I got a good teacher now. <laughs> yeah. And and one that will smack you in the back if you feel like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, one of the, after that girl did that enough, she decided she was going to really hit me one day. Uh-huh. And when she did, I tightened up all the muscles through my arms and my back. Yes. When she hit me, she hurt her hand. Yes. <laughs> Show them who's boss. She, yeah. She didn't hit me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Bowel. Not bowel, power. That's what I said. I know, but it's sort of like, he's trying to say it like Arnold. I know German. <laughs> Arnold is Austrian. Yep, that too. Uh, that sounds like awesomeness. I wish I had like stories like that, but I, I really don't. Well, you probably got some of your own, but you know, I went to a public school all the time. I, I mean, I did for the last two years of my education as well, but not a lot of people mess with me. Well, that's because you're so tiny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what they called me. They called me tiny, no. Uh, see, I wasn't, I wasn't in our school. I lived in a farm I was just one of the average guys in our school. Right, yeah. Back then when there's not a lot of chemicals that stunt growth and everything. Well, they had chemicals, but they didn't, they didn't have anything that you, you would have yeah. wanted. Hold on, let my brothers get over the fact that you called me tiny. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's just, you know, you're the tiny guy, and then you, like, you understand how it feels, and then you got somebody bigger than you that finally calls you out for it. Yeah, I get it. Hey, that's a good old, you are what you are. Yeah. That's all there. <coughs> I remember one kid in our school, his name was Billy Wright. And he wasn't, I bet you he was about five foot eight at the most. Right. But he had guns that were probably 20 inches around. Whew. And it was like hitting a rock when he touched his arms. Nice. And we had a bully in our uh, wood, I can't even think Woodshop class that was picking on everybody. He uh, come up. By uh oh, hold on a minute while we get him back. Uh, call just dropped and we don't know why. And this is in the middle of an interesting story. All right. Yeah, the call dropped spontaneously. We lost you at the guy in your woodshop class picking on everybody. Oh, well. Did you? I, you heard about Billy? Yes, his yes. name was Billy. Billy Wright. Well, With 20-inch arms. Right. And this guy decided he was going to pick on Billy. 
Uh-oh. Now, Billy was another boy. Okay. And this guy come up behind him and smacked him in the back of the head. Billy turned around. He said, sir, I wish you wouldn't do that to me. I don't like it. And I'm, I'm kind of watching Billy. Right. And it's bully. He kind of laughed at him. Well, he went back around to the other side of the room, and of course the teacher wasn't always in the room. He'd go out, come back in, go out, come back in. Right. The next time the teacher left, this bully walked over and he smacked Billy again. Uh-huh. Billy turned around and said, now I'm asking you, leave me alone, please. He said, I don't like people come up and do that to me. The guy laughed at him and he walked over to the other side of the room because the teacher come back in the room. So I'm just watching all this, and I think this is going to be good. I don't know what's going to happen, but I think I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> so, so the teacher walks out of the room. This guy walks over, and he smacks Billy in the back of the head. He turned around, and he said, I told you I don't like that. And he grabbed him by the shirt and picked him right up in the air. <laughs> and he had him by the collar of the shirt and with his left hand on his stomach and he picked him up and he just threw this guy. <laughs> the guy hit the top of one of the work tables and rolled and fell off the other end. And the teacher come into the room and he goes, what's going on here? And this guy gets up and he's ready to fight. Billy said, I told him not to bother me. He come over and slapped me. He said, I just throwed him over there and said, leave me alone. <laughs> and the teacher's like, you did what with him? And this guy was a pretty good sized guy. Right. Uh, and, and he said, okay, you two in the hall. Well, you know, it, it was settled, but that guy never slapped Billy no more. <laughs> yeah, but, everybody learned, you leave Billy alone, that old hillbilly will kill you. <laughs> That's hilarious and, and that his was, name is Billy. Hill yeah, Billy. Yeah, was, yeah, well, he was, he was real kind and sweet, and I found out later he was a believer. And he just didn't want trouble. Right. So, you know. Man, if only guys would stand up like that now. Tight later on. Yeah, there were a bunch of hot dogs when I went to school. <laughs> and I remember the, the toughest guy in the school, he used to take his cigarettes and roll them up in the sleeves of his, his short sleeve shirt. Mm-hmm. He would flip it over two or three times so it would be like in a pocket there but you couldn't see the cigarettes right and everybody knew what he had so you know it wasn't like a big secret and I car- I carried my New Testament in my front pocket and he used to make fun of it and I, I said you guys you know you think you're pretty tough he says well I am I said I'll, I'll make you a deal he said what's that I said, uh, I'll carry your cigarettes just like you do if you want to carry carry my Bible. He said, oh, I could do that. I said, now, we each got to do what the other one would do. If somebody says, what do you got there? You'd unroll your, your sleeves and show them you had your cigarettes, and then you roll them back up. I said, if somebody asks you what you got there, you got to pull it out and tell them it's a Bible and, and show them what it is. Right. Even, hey, he never traded with me. <laughs> of course not. Changed his, changed his whole attitude. Yep. You show a sinner the light and they scurry back to the darkness. Oh, yeah. He was, he was having 
no part of that. <laughs> Just crack me right up. Yeah. I wish I could go back to the old days because stuff was a lot more simple then. You didn't have to worry about people having too many genders or whatever's going on now. Well, the only problem with that is that people were simple too. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. A lot of people had a ton of smarts, believe me. And the ones that did, they just, they were shining over everybody else. They were, they were the, you know, they were the cream of the crop, so to speak. Right. Yeah. I know when I graduated, we used the football field for our graduation ceremony. Oh, and yeah. three quarters of the football field was placed with chairs for the graduating class. Did you understand that? No, I do not. <laughs> I, I said three quarters of the football field was set up with chairs for the graduating class. Okay, now I understood you. I understood you that time. Yeah. I, I forget exactly how many kids were in my graduating class, but it was over a thousand. Whew. That's barely yeah, 500 was, nowadays, and that's in the good schools. Yeah. Well, I, I think it was more around 1,300, but what took place is where I went to school when I graduated two years later they built five brand new high schools plus the one that I graduated out was still there and filled them all okay they had morning and afternoon classes where I went to high school wow so you went in, and you were there at 7 o'clock in the morning, and you stayed till noon. And in the afternoon, you started at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and you were there till 6. Whew. Yeah. And if you had to ride the bus to come in, you should be to your bus stop an hour early. Right. So if you had to be there back to school by 7, you had to be at the bus stop by 6. And if you had to be there at 1, you had to be to your bus stop by noon. You didn't just as soon as the, go ahead. You didn't just stay at the school, or is it a different school that you went to? No, that's all. It was all the same school like that. Okay. There were morning and afternoon classes. When I was done with school, I would go over to where I worked at Jolly Rogers and flip burgers. Ah. And then I would bring my paycheck home, and I'd pay room and board. Gotcha. Yeah. And uh, before that, I worked on a farm across the street. And I paid room and board then, too. So, you basically, you paid for rent as soon as you got a job, not as soon as you got a house. I got my first job when I was 11, working really? in an apple orchard. And I made $5 a week working there. And I had to pay three quarters of that to my folks for room and board. Wow. Yeah. So as soon as I started working, I had to pay room and board. Cool. Yeah. Was so, the the job at eleven? Was it your uh, was it your choice? 
Well, the, the job was what I, I was willing to do, yeah. If, that, if you be that, did I go out and try to find one? My dad drove me over there and said, they're looking for help. I went in and talked to the man. He says, well, he said, you can be a ground picker. And I'm thinking, okay, what's that? Well, what you did is after the pickers went through, everything that they bumped and that fell to the ground, you would go through and find the good ones and put them in bushel baskets and fill the bushel baskets up. And for every bushel basket full you had, you got a dime for it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Apparently, you don't know how many apples have to go in a bushel basket to make a dime. <laughs> yeah, you do not. You I sound strange. I'm figuring out the system. It was a full one. <laughs> and you would get 50 a week if you were lucky. Gotcha. Hence the $5 a week. Yeah, the old bushel basket was the great big round one. And it had to be heaped and full. It couldn't just be level. Right. That's what it got to be. Okay. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, that was a lot of work for five bucks. Hi, Daddy. Mama's home. Hello, baby. You know what was fun about working at the apple orchard, though? What's that? For the first week, you got to eat all the apples you wanted. <laughs> what happened the second week? Did you just get sick of apples? Oh, man. You got more sick of them. It seemed like they kind of run you around. <laughs> Oh, constipated no, you'll not like them. Oh, Doc, you didn't have to worry about any constipation. <laughs> it was constant running to the room. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Yeah. I got to use the bathroom real quick, so I'm going to be right back. Just so I take over. All right. Talking about it means you want to go? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got, you got a little anxiety from that. <laughs> What's your favorite toy, Kai? Oh, my uh, favorite toy? Uh, I was talking to Malachi, but sure, we could go. Yeah, that. Dad, uh, what was yours? Now, who are you asking? <laughs> it's an open-ended question. We'll put it there. Well, go ahead, Grandpa. I'm trying to think. I, I don't really remember. Uh, favorite toy. I like I like messing around with model cars. I did that for quite a while <laughs> as a kid. I tried to build them and get a collection. I wasn't very good at it, but I liked it. <laughs> but uh, now when I got older, the favorite thing I did was collect sports cars. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> I love that. Well, you only see part of it. You don't really know what it was like. No, I had a half a million sports cards. Didn't, didn't you sell them all at the yard sale? I sold most of them, yeah. Oh. But I got a fire safe down here that's full of good cards. Oh, you got one of those fireproof safes? Yup, and then I got a shelf that I've got a lot of stuff on, too. <laughs> I thought I showed you guys some of that when you were down here. Uh, I don't remember that being in Florida. I remember that up in Michigan. Yeah, not from what I recall. I didn't know Michigan was down. Michigan's not down. He's in Florida. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I could look at my closet. I got stuff up there. I had all that. I had a bunch of Harley memorabilia. Yep. I, football, baseball, basketball, hockey, racing. Uh, I've still got a bunch of Harley stuff sitting here. I'm looking at it all. Mm-hmm. I've got a, a baseball that was a signed baseball with a little guy that's a baseball player sitting on top of it. Then I got a picture of my grandpa when he played on one of the Tiger, Tiger Farm teams. I'm not familiar with that team. You didn't know about that? I don't watch a lot of baseball. I wish I did. Well, did you hear what I just said, though? Half of it. Malachi was trying to talk to me the other half. Okay, about my grandpa? About your grandpa having... Yeah, my grandpa Ruff played for one of the Tiger Farm teams. Uh, Still not familiar with the team, but I guess, good job. (laughs) I'm not... I'm not familiar with baseball that much. I wish I I wish I knew. You telling me you don't know about the Detroit Tigers? I know about the Detroit Tigers, but whatever you were saying came out more like Tiger Farms. They had farm teams. Yeah, they were the like, teams they that were just... right behind them in the leagues that they would be sent up from the farm teams to the yes, professional yes. league. I'm not familiar with baseball, all right? I'm sorry. I'm telling you, baseball. <laughs> baseball teams had farm teams. That's where they put all the people that were coming in to work and going up to the big league. Okay. <laughs> My grandfather was on one of those farm teams. Okay. Cool. That's great. Now Is that where you got a lot of your practice from? <laughs> Well, that's where I got a lot of my skill from. Yeah, don't you I, know? I, you get I a lot of skill from your grandpa. <laughs> but my grandpa was a little guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> he called you dying. I don't man. know where you got that from. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah. where I got Well, I, I was the old country farm boy, that's all. <laughs> I got a big country farm boy over here. Yeah. <laughs> I was more farm than he is boy. <laughs> oh. Uh, Josiah, you're a stick. Uh, I'm a tumbleweed. I'm just <laughs> floating around. Actually, actually, where I come from, I was considered small. Oh. <laughs> what? That's oh, scary. You, you should have seen the guy I worked for. <laughs> I actually, his son. His son was a great big guy. Yeah, and big broad shoulders made me look small. That's how big that guy was. Hi, son. <laughs> yeah. Well, you wouldn't believe what this guy could do. He he used to take 110 pound sacks of green, and oh. with one arm he could hold them straight out in front of him. Right. Hey. Grandpa, I know this is a bad time, but the dinner's here and we gotta go pick it up, so. It's all good, he's just calling me. Wait a minute, wait a minute. How can it be there and then you gotta go pick it up? It's at our doorstep. Yeah. You gotta go grab we it. We live in an apartment oh. complex and they can't exactly drive through several floors at the same time. Oh, okay. 
Well, I'll let you go because I don't want you to be uh, deprived of what you're eating. I'm sure you don't want to be deprived <laughs> of what you're going to be hearing either. All right. Yeah. Well, Love, you, Grandpa. Love you, Grandpa. Love you, Grandpa. Love you guys, too. Bye-bye. Have a good day. Bye-bye. So guys are so anal about it. <sighs> so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the paper out there, so I'm gonna go grab it. Step Don't step on me. Good talk, ah! guys. Hey, this is this is your host talking. This is this is your boy James over here with John. Michael just stepped out of the room. Um, we're over here when. Wow, good talk. He's back already. Yeah. Nice, nice knowing y'all guys. This is James, your, your host. Signing off. <laughs> signing off. <laughs> yeah, we're signing off. It's been what forty seconds. Okay, have a good one. <laughs> John hates males. <laughs> Sorry. Now we're going by middle names now. Wonderful. Call <laughs> <laughs> you. Call you, Mikey, Little G. Little, little Mike, little Jerry, little Tiny Mike. Mike, and Tiny Mikey. <laughs> tiny You're nothing Mikey. like Tiny Mikey. Yeah, yeah. Tiny, tiny Mikey. Mikey. You Tiny Mike, yeah. All right, what so a list of the things that. I'm Big John. Because <laughs> I got Big John. <laughs> we are recording, and this will be uploaded. Please ignore explicit content. <laughs> if you are one of our Christian friends, I am so sorry. Oh, we are boys. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it sound like every time you move? Because he's got the mattress on the thing. Giving whoopee cushion. Alright, so the things that Grandpa was talking about in not any particular order. Uh, green soldiers. Well, do we have any memories with those? I remember we had like three. We had more than They didn't last very long because we would often times like step on them. There was a green set and there was a bent and broke. There was a green set, there was a brown set, and we had dogs. <laughs> and oh, then yeah. there's poop, we green and brown. Mm, nice. Interesting. Uh, Daniel Boone hat. Coon hats. Oh. I always wanted one. We, we had one, but it always went... We, we, we had did? One. Yeah, we had one, but then uh, we never... We, you would always try and put it on your head, even though it never fit, because you always wanted one. It fit your side perfectly, and then with me, I was always using it to spin around my head. Yeah, I seem to remember that now. Slingshots, homemade toys. I broke your slingshot. You yes, you did. Yes, I was. It was my Christmas gift. I didn't even get to use it. So we got this uh, care package one year uh, for Christmas from the family known as the Billings when we were upstate, uh, upstate in Michigan. Um, yeah. Uh, Malachi. You know, I had gotten a slingshot, which was a really nice slingshot. It was um, wrist ergonomic, and it had, like, really wiry antennas and everything. So that way, like, the sling could travel very well. Malachi had the bright idea of using it without my permission. Proceeded to pull off a piece of the rubber off of my slingshot. We could it never get it back on. to orange. And I was like shocked it went from yellow to orange. Then I looked up and Norman was right there. And I was like, I'm about to go from white to black and blue. <laughs> yeah, you were about to change nationalities. <laughs> uh, no, I was about to perform I'm that gonna, egg gonna, demonstration that Dad did when we were like dad. two. 
I'm gonna be an, I'm, I'm nationally identified as water. Nationally identified as dead. Uh, anyway, I, I probably wouldn't have been able to use it very efficiently anyway because the yard that we had there was small and all the rocks there were also small. Yeah. That's not carrying any weight and you wouldn't be able to see you them fly after you hit. No, I couldn't have because the snowballs would have to bend the size of a dime. We could have thrown it. <laughs> I should have used a dime. That thing would have been painful. Dude, can you realize how many people's eyes would be gone? At yes. Dark? More. Mine, mine. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, oh. You got an extra pair of lips that's fucking right there, oh, man. That's ugly. Oh. What are you talking about? It's not lips. <laughs> that's not what you're saying, Malachi. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. Shut up. Uh, homemade toys. Did we ever have any homemade toys that weren't sticks? Homemade toys. Homemade toys. <laughs> toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. I can still do that better than you. Boy toy, boy toy, boy toy, boy toy, boy toy. I don't think so. Shut up! No. It was just sticks. Sticks. I mean, sometimes you would just take your sock when it was all bunched up on the end, and then you beat the other person. Sometimes pillow fight. You guys ever stick your sock inside your other sock and then whip it around like it was like David and Goliath? We had so many of those. We like, broke so many things when we would have yes. pillow fights. Pillow fights were dangerous Just, with us because there was no holding back. Was, oh no, never. Yeah, but then not only that, but all our pillows used to be made out of feathers. And so before, like we figured out, I had a feather allergy. Um, <laughs> all, our, all our pillows used to be made out of feathers. And um, since gravitational force is a thing... All yep. the feathers would be pressurized to the bottom of the sack, and then we just hit each other over the head with it, and then all you'd see is it was feathers just everywhere. Stars. We took out a chicken. It was, bro. It was stars, shattered glass, shattered uh, IQ. I remember IQ one time from that I, day forward. We were having a pillow fight, and I, I guess somehow it got. I think mom and dad were gone that day, and we just we were just living it up for a little bit, and then. We took our pillows and we had a pillow fight and some of us ran out of the bedroom and then we went to the living room to the couch or something. And then Malachi, being as tiny as he was, decided to jump on top of the couch <laughs> and like stand on top of him and be like king of the hill kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas me and Noah are kind of still on the ground. But then I just remember when Noah had this like really firm pillow. Oh, that's really, really firm. <laughs> and while Malachi was focused on me, Noah just freaking laid him out, bro. Dude, He's, I did like a half boom! And then you just saw Malachi go, as bouncy as that couch was back in the time before we wore it out completely. That boy hit that and he was like, whoa. He's I, like, I just need to comprehend what happened. I and we all just kind of like looked at Malachi. Waiting. I saw stars for like three minutes straight and I was like, let's do that again. <laughs> like, I want that experience again. I was stupid. Dude. I'm still stupid. Dude, speaking of pillow fights, I feel like this leads into rat tail fights. You guys ever been in oh, one? Oh, my thighs hurt already. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm your main victim. Yes. It's not fair. That was my second year. I think it was your first. Yeah. Um, my first as well. We went to a camp in West Virginia called Mount Salem Burn. Summer Camp. It was a Christian summer camp, so obviously things weren't going to be as crazy as whatever you public school kids have. But like, It was still crazy, though. It was crazy. Uh, like, it would rain every time, and we would have power outages for days on end. Yeah, and we found a um, centipede. 
<laughs> that was not the same camp, but oh. I do know what you're talking about. Um, another story for another time. Continue. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were in cabin number two, and I remember this very explicitly. Um, <laughs> Jesse Bergstrom was <laughs> the teenager re- rebel at the time, but he was also a really nice guy, so he encouraged boys being boys. But he also encouraged, uh, you know, calming down when necessary. So, uh, he asked the youth pastor one time, Uh-oh. like, is it okay if we have a rat tail fight? No. And, like, everyone, like, half the people were like, no! And the other half of the people were like, yeah! <laughs> uh, and that's how I learned how to make an official rat tail that was efficient, not just, like, grabbing your towel, flinging it around... Swinging? Swinging it around a couple Spinning. of times and smacking somebody. That's not how efficient... Like, I was double efficient with half the length. And I could... I got really good with it to where I could rat tail a light switch on and off at will. It was really fun. Um, but Yeah, and then he found his younger brother Malachi and said, He's annoying. I'm going to hit him with a towel. Mm-hmm. And my thighs were on fire. Mm-hmm. And I think I bruised once or twice. Mom had sent me with two towels knowing this was going to happen, and I used one so efficiently that the threading was coming apart at the end. Uh, That scared me because the threading, like, the more you kept hitting me with it, the threading came apart, and then the little threadings became like little whips. Little whips. Little whips. Yeah. And it was... I haven't practiced in a while, but I want to now. No! Anyway, you were saying about your camp experience? Oh, just a centipede. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody threw up. We killed no. a centipede. He was trying to survive by wiggling around and trying to go up and down the walls. That's this is the, the end. This remembering. is the second half of the story, by the way. I don't like the first half. Uh, it, was it at the camp with Aunt Becca? Yeah. Okay. I'll tell the first half. Um, so we're in our cabin. We're getting ready to bunk down for the night. Devotions had already happened, and it's about to be lights out. Uh, everyone hops in the bed, the lights are out, and the youth pastor climbs into his bed, which is nearest to the door. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm about to fall asleep. I'm on the very verge of it, as usual, when something comes to wake me up. And all of a sudden, I hear, quit that. What? What's, what are you talking about? You know, I just <laughs> thought, like, he was talking to somebody who was whispering too loud. I couldn't hear him. I was, like, about to fall asleep. I was about to pass out. A couple minutes later... The heck? Who's touching my hair? <laughs> We're like, nobody's touching your hair. He's like, somebody's touching my hair. I can feel it. Does one of you get? Who's in their bunks? Everyone's like, yeah, we're Everyone in our, we're in our, wrong. we're in our bunks. Everybody sounds wrong. He's like, huh? You guys are pulling a prank on me. We're like, we're not touching we're you. We're not doing anything. I swear. Another minute or so goes by. He's like, all right, somebody's touching my hair. <laughs> And he so he really, gets like, up and he flicks up. Yeah, he was because it was a uh, he was he was a look he was a good looking boy. Uh, he gets up and he turns on the light. <laughs> Shut up. He gets up and turns on the light. He turns on the light and he's just like, so I know one of y'all is touching my hair. Every one of us is underneath the covers and we're all like, we're like sleepy eyes. Go to sleep. Like our eyes are burning now because like, the lights are off. I was on the and top bunk. We finally see what was touching him. It was a centipede crawling over his that head. That thing was like, times. you, I've got like a snake with like, legs. Like, who are you? And then we're like, everyone was like, oh, oh. And then we, 
We literally found like a broom. I don't even know yeah. where we got the broom. We the just broom shoved the thing there. outside. And we're just like, all right, it won't come back in. Go to bed. Guess what happened? Nothing. It came back in. Yeah. And the next morning we found it dead in the corner. No, it was it was literally like as soon as you opened the door into the cabin, there were three. Like I just got back from breakfast, and then um, I was gonna go change to get ready for morning service because uh, it was one of those days where we had to dress up nice. And then three people uh, were just sitting there. And then, what, well, I, before I walk in the door, one of them rushes out, goes around behind that the, the cabin, and throws up. And yeah. I'm like, what's that all about? I walk in, and you got three guys and the youth leader going, oh, oh, get him, 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 just get him, just get him. He's dead. He's kill it, kill it, kill it. And like. They're literally ganging up on this centipede, centipede, and it's like moving. It's literally like half of its body is completely dead, like squashed, like guts mm-hmm. are everywhere. The other half is still attached to the dead half, but it's trying to like wail around to survive. We're right here, and it's like, and they're we're, they're like getting a broom, they're getting shoes, yeah. they get dustpan, they're all squashing it, and then the guy that throws up comes back in and is like all seasick or something he's like is it dead he's like yeah you don't want to come over here walks over there anyways and then runs back out to throw up again and i'm like why'd you do that the view was beautiful <laughs> not at the cockroach or not the cockroach <laughs> I keep centipede centipede not cockroach all right um next one up is lincoln logs Ooh, that was your fun one yeah i hate your brother mechanic boom man i um, remember those little ones, when you would put them, sometimes you could put them on top just right, and then I would take my finger and I would flick it off just like a bullet, and I would hit somebody with it. Man, it hurt though. Yeah. <laughs> Usually it was me. I don't know who it was. Maybe I was just shooting at the house. Yeah. Um, I remember. Do you guys remember the roofing tiles? Yes, the green boards. Yeah, yeah the was, rainbow window. Those always splintered me for some reason. You should stop sucking on it. The gay window. More like yeah. Uh next one, BB and pellet guns. Ooh. Ooh. Can you already tell that me. story though? We got one of the stories. We got one not of the all of them. I remember when because that so previously we talked about how when Malachi was standing under the apple tree, <laughs> there was also a burrow of mice mm-hmm. underneath and squirrels near that apple tree so one day we just decided to wait out there as long as we could for to see mice or squirrels or something like that and we would all take our bb guns or and our noah's pellet gun and we would shoot them because that was just as much fun as we could have at that time yeah because they were living things we never actually shot a living thing with another thing before so my we were like was, hey might as well be a first time for everything Ch-ch-ch-ch. my aim was good Beep. I don't know why I turned to Australian that my aim, my aim was good with the rats and the mice, but it was never on with the squirrels well, because yeah, I didn't have my glasses at the time. Um, anyway, going back to the BBs thing, I remember when we would bring our BB guns oh. on walks with us with the dogs at the railroad house. Brutus house? Brutus house, Brutus house, house on House on Railroad Street. Railroad Brutish. Railroad Brutish. We were really spoiled there, actually, just because we had a really long trail to walk the dogs and we didn't yeah, have to worry about a, pooping in the yard all the time. That thing was a straight shot for probably over 20 miles. Like, both ways. 
No, not both of us. Only when we went to the other way to go to the library, that's when it had a lot of curve. And it started getting really rough, too. I don't remember any curve. Yeah. I just remember My the well. The well at the Brewer's House was famous. We visited that climate kind of recently, also slack kind of a long time ago. Yeah. All these videos, bro. Um, speaking of, like, when you said BB and Pelicans, I remembered instantly about the Pringles cans and the old CDs that Dad, like, burned and then gave it to us for Tron Discs. Yeah. Like, at the Wilson's basement. Yeah. Like, Noah got a Tron disc. It was, Dad got it, like, a cover or, or something, like, black and yellow, so when Noah, like, threw it like a Frisbee, mm-hmm. uh, it looked really cool. And then the bottom side of the disc was, like, really dark blue-purple. Which I was really jealous of, because the ones that Dad gave me and Josiah were regular, like, pan, clear, slash, clear CDs. I don't remember that. I only remember one side being touched on the label maker. And then you well, guys yeah, had was, your own colors, something... like, Josiah had red and black, I think. Yeah, so I had red and black, and then mine was a blue, like a solid blue. Like I guess. Sky blue. But, I was so stupid. I would always use the same move with the oatmeal lid. Because it was really cool to watch it bounce off the wall. Yeah, it was the oatmeal can. It was the oatmeal lid or the Pringles can. Yeah, Pringles can with tiny frizzies. Yeah, they were like, (laughs) we were like mini. As soon as we figured out they were the same material as the as the oatmeal. Mm -hmm. As soon as we once we figured out they were the same material as the oatmeal, we literally were like, oh, dude, look, if we can finally play the game again, yeah. And then we threw it around for probably an hour and realized they're too small. But they would go really fast. Yeah, they were just I remember being small enough to where you take the Pringles can and you would just shove it on your arm and then you would just go. Do you guys remember those film wraps that Dad brought home from Gruelers? We used them as arm cannons. Yes. And how I used it as like a gun and as a sword. Yeah, we'd always pretend we were like robots or cyborgs. Yes, because yeah. that was the that was the that thing. Was you can't have an art camera. Yeah. like we literally every house we've been in, up until I want to say Brutus and this one. Uh, we never had technology. We were just forced or just used our imaginations at any given point whenever we wanted to. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I would ask to borrow mom's phone, and I would make really cool force videos where I would like they had the reverse video editor. All it did was flip the video around, add some small effects, and some music. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can do that with any phone nowadays, but back then it was a super cool thing. Yeah. So I'd have you guys do something, like, literally anything, and then it would play in reverse and make you look like... If you threw the stick at the end of the video, it would be at the beginning of the video, and you would have forced the stick to you. Yeah, and then done and then some you'd tricks. done some tricks or whatever. But the problem is we had to think... That? We had to think backwards though. Well, like when we were recording the video, mm-hmm. we had to think backwards so that way when the video would play, Are you talking it about play the forwards. Reverse cam? Yeah. 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 Because I I remember I remember side jumping, jumping off, off the playground and having to land backwards because. Yeah, and then when the video played, Sal looked look so like... epic. He literally looked like he jumped all the way up there, grabbed it, and then pulled himself yeah. up or. And then we that's kind of when we found out more about contemporary music because they were pretty cool soundtracks on them. Mm-hmm. They were like, this one sounds really cool. Yeah, Mom, listen to this song. Put that away. Oh, I don't okay. know what it is, but the soundtrack 
that they gave us for the option number four. Like, I just remember, I remember number that. four. How do you remember the soundtrack? I always went to. I don't remember the soundtracks. I just remember the number and the name of the soundtrack. What was the name of the soundtrack? Number four. Third? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was literally, yeah, it was like, it was one, like one, three. Sample music one, sample 12. music two, sample music three. And all no, I think it was nine. Nine. I think it was 12, but it could have been 9. Yeah. I wonder if that's still a thing. Alright, what's the next one? Because I know it was on Mom's phone. Are we speaking? Oh, sorry. Uh, I have another BB story. I remember one time I... Uh, I don't think they have any anymore. Went with... You know, Ethan came over to our house at the British house one time. He oh. brought his BB gun. Oh. And I had my baby gun. He's like, okay, how about this? I was like, what? He's like, we're gonna do the draw thing. And I was like, the draw thing. He's like, yeah, okay. So we're gonna go back to back. We're gonna take ten steps. Turn around. And turn fire. around a fire. And I'm like, okay. So we do that. And go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And for me, it was ten. Turn around. Shoot. Not. It was shoot. not ten. Wait until you're ready. Turn around. Shoot. So I immediately turned around, shot, and his thumb was the tar- the thing that uh, the BB hit. Like, even though I was aiming at his back, because BBs are so lightweight, and yeah. Michigan's so windy, he just <laughs> hit him right on his thumb, and that's the sensitive piece if you get hit really hard with a small object. So he was like, ow! And I was like, uh-oh. I did boo-boo. <laughs> I made a boom-boom. Anyway, that was my... Very interesting and definitely not at all boring BB story. Uh, cereal box toys. We oh, never got man. those. If we did get them, we'd either, or I would either eat them, try to eat them, or the dogs might get to them, or we just never got them. Those freaking Karen moms. Sorry if your name's Karen and you're not actually a Karen. Uh, Karen moms ruined it for everybody. It's a Jay Terry. They literally wrap it in plastic sealant, put it in the bag, then fill the bag with cereal. You took my joy of opening a cereal box. Yeah, what the heck? You gave us cardboard cutouts. Oh, we should make and make toys out of the cardboard. You know what I really yeah, like? You know what happened then? We would suck up. Um, no, <laughs> we would throw away. it away like the rest of the trash, Karen. What's your deal with Karen, man? You know what, <laughs> I, you know what I really enjoyed? Box tops. Really? What yeah, trade like, them in for uh, like cool pencils and dessert. Even though they were always yeah. really dirt cheap, and you could have gotten them for like two dollars for twelve at any other office. Or literally just pull up to Dollar Tree and be like, "What up? I got that cash money." <laughs> that was another fun thing to do. Pull up to Dollar Tree and got, I got that cash money. <laughs> Dollar no, Tree, Dollar Tree toy it's shopping. When you could, you would take your cans of soda and go turn them into the oh, yeah. yeah. That was always the most, like... And we'd always like, be like, who could put them in there first? And then we'd all... Putting them in the fastest, <laughs> even though everyone had the same pace. Yeah. yeah. And then we'd be like, well, I would... No, 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 here's what would happen. Because mm-hmm. we would work our way down. First we had no, the cans, no. and then we had small bottles, and then we had the big two-liter bottles, and then you had... Glass bottles. Maybe yeah, yeah we had two, <laughs> two glass bottles. But the thing is, we'd be like, it, it wasn't who could put them in the fastest because they were all the same pace. Like, it was Beer a bottle red was for the like most half fanciest a second, machine. then green. And as soon as you put in green, it would turn red. We would, What we would do is to see who would win, who had the most money at the end of, like, the, their receipt or whatever. And I remember one day, like, we were all given, like, three plastic bags 
with a bunch of cans in them. Mm-hmm. And then mom had a cart with glass bottles and two liters in them. And we were like, okay, cool, let's do this fast. And mom would just sit there and watch us and we would just do, 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 and put them all in. And then um, while we put them all in. I keep thinking somebody's knocking on my door with their whoopee cushion. <laughs> Go in. Anyway. So we would finish them up and then hit. Um, I was hiding under your porch because I loved. <laughs> Can I stay? <laughs> I don't know what brought that up. I'm sad. Oh, yeah. We do have to address that fact after this, though. The fact that we use so many movie lines as conversations. Mm-hmm. like Or just a random conversation starter. Mm-hmm. Sure. We just addressed it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, going fast with soda cans. Yeah, so we would go really fast with soda cans. And after we were done with soda cans, Mom moved us on to separate bags of um, glass bottles and then the two liters. And then we'd add up the three slips that we each got together, and then we'd all turn them in, and either mom would let us keep the money, she would take all the money and buy groceries with it, or two, she would let us keep some quarters. And what are you doing? <laughs> gumballs! Yeah, and we, oh, we'd keep the man. quarters and gumballs. Oh, we got gumballs. Oh, man. The it gumballs at family like, video. Yeah, I was about to say, you know what I, I'm sorry, but you, you got to be honest. You know what I love the most? The, the guy every time. That was those stickers? Yeah, the smiley face the stickers. The smiley face stickers. And he would always put them on my left hand, right on the, on the top right yeah, there. Yeah, and we'd be like, I'm Iron Man. What the freak? You guys are weird. What would you do? I was just happy to get a sticker on my arm. <laughs> I remember. You guys are like, activate super duper smiley button. I'm like, yeah. Cool, it's on my arm. Because <laughs> it was cool. I just like going up to him and I was like, you I was like, have no, something this. for me, give it. I remember one time I, wa- I walked over to Noah. That is like, so mean. I stuck, it on my, I stuck it on my hand. I was like, all right, Noah, I'm about to shoot this thing up. And it like moved a little. And I was like, pew, pew. <laughs> um, I remember the one time, the guy who gave out the stickers, he... Um, he said this is my last time. I don't know. No, I don't remember that. I wish. I remember you, that. I wish I was there. So sad. I, I was like, no, that. mom, can we come back tomorrow? Um. Anyway, I remember we were coming out of the store. Mom gave me four quarters to get for the candy machines, or I could get one of those sticky hand things that's in the little prize cups, <laughs> or you can get your little, you know, temporary tattoo. Right. But we were never allowed to get the yeah, temporary like, tattoos. We, I didn't so, like them. They were always oh, here. Yeah, the slot machine. Yeah, yes, the you put machines. four in, you push yeah, it in, and you let it go, and it gives you a paper. And you're just like, cool, I'll wear this for all of two hours. I'll get way more joy out of the sticky hand, which become dirty and not sticky within the matter of 30 minutes. Because we're boys and we live near dirt. Yes. And dirt is tasty. And we lick the dirt. Anyway, um, I was about to go and get what I loved out of the tanning machine. I don't don't remember what it was. Was it? uh, Oh, I know what it was. And um, the guy saw me going for it. He's like, hey, see that red gumball machine? I was like, yeah. He's like, it's kind of broken right now, but in a good way. I was like, how is that good? And he said, if you put one quarter in it, you get two gumballs. Well, I was like, really? Dude! And he's like, yeah, go try it out. And of course, I already had a plan for my quarter, so I was kind of hesitant. I was like, but what if it doesn't? So yeah, I put like... it in, and then ka-chink. And sure enough, two gumballs. And I was like, 
So I put it in my pocket, grabbed my other three quarters, ka-chink, 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 crink, crink, crink. I got eight gumballs. Oh. I was balling. Man wow. was gumballing, yeah. <laughs> I remember. What the most cringy, nerdy way to say that? I was happy, all right? Shut up. You I remember one time. I was gumballing. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> I remember one time we went to family video and they had this thing in the gumball machine. If you got a bouncy ball instead of a gumball, you got a free movie to rent. I thought that was. You remember that? I, I, I think it was. You got it. <laughs> I do remember that. I, I didn't Wait, think it was a gumball. It might have been no, a bouncy ball. It was a bouncy ball. I thought, I thought it was a white. No, they had a gumball. Like, they had the gumball color each week that they swapped. Like, no, yeah. That might have been it. Yeah, because they would, they would stick, like, a certain color. Like, if you get this color, you get a free movie. And yeah. then we just kept wasting our quarters. Like, who's going to get this color? We no. never got the color. And then the last oh, week. Yeah. I the, remember Dad giving me a quarter and he said, here, go try your luck and see if you can get one of these movies for free. And then I went over there. I came back, and I'm like, I got your color, and he's like, good job. I remember. You got yourself a free movie. And I was like looking at the guy, I was Tonka. like. Tonka. You're either going to get Tonka, Dude, or you were going to get Caesar's the other one. Balls? I think yes. that's what you're remembering, Noah. Like, yes. The Little Caesar's Bouncy Balls. Yes. Because you got free breadsticks if you got the Little Caesar's Bouncy Balls. Yes. You're welcome. Tonka. What? Tonka. I remember Tonka. Tonka the, the Tonka Truck movie. No. That sounds familiar. It wasn't animated. There was the red Tonka truck guy who was always really big and buff and did everything right. And then there was the bad Tonka truck guy who was skinny. He was trying to be a show-off. Everything that he did failed. And you watched that movie hundreds of times. You got it every time we were there. And he's looking it up right now on his school computer. Yeah, because I literally can't What's remember What's the it. name of it? Tonka? Tonka. How do you remember this? Tonka truck movie. I'm thinking you're confusing Thomas the Dank Engine with... No, nope. nope. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, then you what? Talking about something else. That, that's it. What's, it. what's the title? It you don't remember? Kind of familiar, but Let I don't know. I really don't <laughs> remember it. Tonka Tough Truck Adventures. I don't remember that. Not at all. Okay, so this guy right here, he looks like um, the guy from Megamind, the, her the hero, the caped crusader, whatever. Uh, but he's in red in a lot of these pictures. Frick. Yeah, apparently Adam Sandler was the one who voiced him. That's not what I'm talking about. You had touchscreen. You didn't know that? No, no the touchscreen is disabled for most of the school computers. You're watching, you're on Google. Doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Anyway. It's a school computer, they can shut it down regardless. They must have re-updated it again. Thank God. Yeah. Anyway, um, we'll watch. See if you. Was that you or the couch? I'm gonna guess we'll be cushioned three thousand. <laughs> Look it up on YouTube. Tonka truck movie. Uh. It's probably free tough with, truck adventures. It's probably free with ads. <laughs> <laughs> they Anything that. nowadays is free with ads. No, they have that. They'll have YouTube. They have truck adventures. They have you. If you go on on my on the Xbox in my room, I go to YouTube sometimes and I'll see free with ads and it's a full movie. Hmm. And every once in a while, I'll actually see a movie that I recognize and I enjoy watching. It was the first scene and I recognized it. Full screen it, volume up. Please. Press play.
Hasbro Entertainment. Wow, that was nostalgic. I think I'm beginning to understand where my fascination with cars began. <laughs> <laughs> this Tonka thing, apparently. Wow. That's I'm some really... I think I'm beginning to get something, but... Oh... I do remember this. I always remember that specific part. Mm -hmm. Everything else was a blur. Does it hit you now? Louder. Louder. <laughs> oh, I do remember this. That's the Tonka truck talking. That horn just said, your mom. I'm sorry, rapes? Yeah. This He's was climbing voiced... up a mountain. This is voiced by Adam Sandler? Somewhere in there. But he was really young at the time, so you gotta remember. Oh, yeah. Third party. Anyway. Why is this actually interesting me? That's obviously a Jeep, too. <laughs> This is the whole movie? I'm going to watch that it's later. It's the full movie. Don't be weird, guys. Told you it was free with ads. <laughs> Actually, there is no ads in this one. Yeah, because no one wants to monetize a full-on movie about Tonka trucks. School monitoring. They're going to be like, why is an 18-year-old guy watching Tonka trucks? Tonka. <laughs> I get a big Tonka. <laughs> You'll remember it. Anyway, Tonka. You always, always, always got that movie. I remember always them always getting one. the same movie, yeah, but I, I don't think it was that movie. That was so long ago. <laughs> I don't eat it. <laughs> it's just wow. so, so bad every time. It sounds I like I cried in my bed, man. Man. I gotta get off You got bed. all the way to that from freaking, <laughs> what was it, the cereal box toys. <laughs> we said toys, and no one was like toys. To 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 Tonka! <laughs> <laughs> no, it was much longer than that. Uh, let's see. Did you guys ever get anything from those, uh, reward games? Like, where the claw machines and the key in the hole and, uh, stuff like that. Did you guys ever get anything like that? Um. I know you did one time. I think that, uh, yeah, I got a few things. The Orange Batman. The Orange Batman was given to him by a kid at the gameplay no, no, section no, 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 no. in Walmart. I remember no, that. No, it wasn't Yeah, it kid. was. It wasn't a kid. It was. It was dad. No, it wasn't. No, Ash it was Mom, a stranger. It was that? a stranger. No. I remember. Ask Mom. I'm not going to ask Mom. Mom doesn't remember that. Confirm next episode. 
She does not remember. Yeah, she does. I remember ripping Orange Batman's cape off. Yeah, I was yeah, kind of angry at you. And then I remember specifically, like, after Zosai ripped his cape off, he's like, here, I don't want to be I was like, cool. I grabbed his head and went, yeah. I grabbed his head all the way around. I was like, this is fun. <laughs> this is what I want Freaking to do to people sometimes. Poor Orange Batman got attacked by Lauren Dude, like, if, several times. Yeah, and he was just like, Dude, if he was friends with Woody, <laughs> he would be psychotic. Yeah, Batman Bat- goes crazy. Um, and of course, we've already talked about the uh, putting flashlights on the back of him for jetpacks. I still think that was one of our most creative toy moments. Um, oh, do uh, you guys remember the uh, for Christmas one year at the Brutus house when uh, when uh, we mixed food coloring with in two liters? And yes. Water, and we'd spray stuff All in the snow. across the snow. <laughs> I always grabbed yellow. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> what? And then I went with my dude. One time, All right. one time uh, I was big, like, I wasn't dared, but like, I kind of just, never mind. Where we go? You guys, I don't know if you guys remember this, because it was like a really short portion of our life, but it was really popular. Um... It was right after Ethan's 14th birthday party. Uh, he had some leftover uh, party stuff. And, um, like, his mom loved him to death. Yeah. Obviously. He got everything for him. And he was spoiled and didn't know it. Uh, it wasn't spoiled in a bad way. Like, he was always super polite and everything. Yeah, he didn't act spoiled, though, which was really... Yeah, he just he was just lonely. He didn't have any... Uh, his big brother... Barely spent any time with him. I thought his big brother was in the army. His stepbrother, and I don't remember that. Um, anyway, um, trying to remember. Uh, there was this one time she went to Dollar Store, Dollar Tree, and she brought back these things called balloon rockets. Do you guys remember those? I think so. Okay, Did so. Did they go? I know. Like, you filled them with water or something, but then. It could be water and it could be air. They had a specific. They were specifically engineered to only grow in length. Well, not we in, made them grow in width. Not in girth. We couldn't make them do that, otherwise they would explode. But you could blow them up, and they get longer. And then you hold them out here, and you let them go. After letting go of the novel, they would... and then right at the end, <laughs> they would just I drop to the I ground. I think I playing with that for probably about an hour, and then like realizing that you guys are doing something completely different. I just literally left the thing in their yard. They didn't pick it up. I remember, speaking of yard, I remember, this was, like, not that long ago in terms of, like, years. It was probably a one year ago. Uh, we were visiting, um, I think it was when we actually went to come pick you up from Aunt Beckwith. Aunt Beckwith. Aunt Beckwith. And, um, <laughs> we were yelling, running in the yard. And I was like, guys, wait for me. And then I'm, like, starting tripping and then... <laughs> Oh, I, I was like, I fell! And then you guys just turned around and I just hit the dirt. Was, he ate that crap. Like, he lit it. He went face. Like, you know, you know how people do the worm and they go, whoo! He literally went down like that. He ate crap, bro. I saw dirt in his mouth. I couldn't stop laughing. I remember that. But it's funny all the That's because you were in lead, bro. Or no, it was Jack, no, and Jack then you followed lead. Jack. Behind Jack. Just, uh, and then behind you, and then I was like, No, I was behind up. Malachi. I took off last. 
But then after I came zipping around the corner, Malachi was like, I saw him stutter, and then he went, Do you guys remember, like, they were like propellers on straws, basically? But you put them between your hands and you spun them really hard. And yeah. Uh, there was these things. Yes! Oh, yeah. but they I and I want they, another word. They, they hurt. You know, like, if you put your finger in the blade, they hurt. That, but, okay, at first, on a pencil. at first they were like, at first you had to rub them to make them take off, but then literally the next year, the same day, they made a, like, where you set them down on, like, a trigger thing. Next and, year, the yeah, same like, day? You, oh, you, yeah. lock into a, you lock them into a position on the, on the top of this device, and then that, that. that thing was, oh, yeah. that, there was an axle that was attached to a pulling string. You literally tops. pulled the string as hard as you could, that thing went up. Like rocket shot up. And the fun like part rocket. about it was, is it's like you could directionally aim it. So if you wanted to go forward, you kind of point forward. And yeah, you kind of like tilt your wrist a little forward, and you just like, it was really cool. Yeah, and then you'd accidentally hit somebody with it or get stuck on a roof. I mean, what? When it got caught in hair, it was painful. I only know this because I accidentally got it caught in like Abby or Ashley's hair or something. Sometimes they do it. I just felt bad. <laughs> um next up parachute army guys oh i remember that and that shot a rocket or not a rocket that shot a firework in the bruce yard he's like step back for this one and it shot and then it split and there was probably like three dozen army guys in the air just parachuting down and i was like we gotta go! <laughs> like I started oh, yeah. playing. It, he I he took them out near the, not Railroad Street, but it was on the other one. Is that Bruce? Up the yeah. Okay. I don't remember It this. was, no, yeah, yeah. It was Bruce's house. It was and like right after Dad finished the new fence. It was kind of out near the road where Ralph would always take a crap in the yard. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Dad would put it, he put it on the sidewalk when you could still see it at the time. Mm-hmm. And then he took it out, and then he's like, okay, stand back for this one, da 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 I took, like, maybe two steps back, because I was like, yeah, I'm, it's nothing to be afraid of. Because Josiah took two, I took three just because... But, no, that thing literally shot up in the air, and I think out came, like, five parachute guys, three of them got stuck in the tree. And two, I think the second one got stuck in another tree, and I think one of them was just like, yeah, this is... Diff-. No, 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 the three of them got stuck in the tree... One of them had a hole, so he just went, ah! <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And then the other one was just kind of like, and I think he went out in the road and perished. He said, you guys are not prepared for this job. And it was I. Yeah, pretty much. Those things, they never worked for me. I could never get them to work. You know, if that's how it works with only Plastic pairs, you guys? I don't want to know where it works. I remember, like, really. I remember Dad tried doing it again because he had more than one. Mm-hmm. And, like, one of the sets of the, like, because they had rubber band straps connecting their parachutes, and then from the force, the rubber band would fly off or just, like, explode, right? Mm-hmm. One guy got shot up so high, he was a bullet because his parachute was, his rubber band was still attached. So he literally went up, and then he, he never saw him again. <laughs> I think he went over the back fence or something. Because I he went up and he was gone. I was like, he went into the dang clouds. Wow. Uh, I have a few other ones here, but the 
the next list is going to end up going on the next episode. Uh, paper airplanes. Uh, nice. You guys didn't make a lot of those, did you? I uh, made a few. Okay, the, literally the only ones I would make, like I can make better ones now, but literally the only ones I would make is where you take the top two corners, fold them down towards the center, then fold the whole plane in half, then make the wings and then throw it. And it only go like two inches. I think you're talking about like the dog eared. Yeah. So like you'd you'd have your paper like right here, <laughs> and then you fold the flaps in, then you said fold it in half, up. and then you'd have your wings. Mm -hmm. And then you just chuck it and the thing like I got so mad at that noise when it would when the yeah. nose hit the floor. Because all you hear would be I remember when Noah made the bowl line or whatever it's called. Bulldog, that's a knock. I remember, no, no, no. no. I remember when he made the bomb. Yeah. There's the bulldog, there's the harrier. The bulldog. Yes. I remember when Noah made the one. That thing was smooth. I remember when Noah, I, I remember Noah made the one that literally, like, as soon as he threw it, it went up and it went down, but as it was going up and down, it went in circles. Yes. And then if he, if Isaac, it hit a vent, it just went, you! <laughs> Isaac Rahas taught me that one. He did? Mm hmm. Sparky. Um, he was, unfortunately. No. Uh, <laughs> he's, re he's very decent now, like, but when he was a kid, yeah. he was a brat. Uh, uh, well, I wish I actually hit him, though. I, and I, I thought you did. No, I pushed him a lot, but that's because... I remember, actually... Um, I was... I don't know it's what... It's not the topic. Uh, We're not going that way. It's another... It was, We're it's not just, going that way. Okay. It was, uh, it was a fight. Model cars slash Pinewood Derby. Oh. I would have won first place, but, um... <laughs> wow. Blaine's dad... Blaine's dad messed up the where I was supposed to... his dad. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. It was his grandpa. Oh. He didn't have a dad at the time. Oh, whoops, sorry, Blaine. Uh, Blaine's grandpa messed up, because I guess grandpa. he wanted Blaine to win, because Blaine literally didn't do anything like you know how we were always talking about there's this one guy who literally didn't do anything to his um like he just I left it a dirty, yeah he literally left it a block like a, it looks like a um, fire truck mm -hmm. but there was no ladder no nothing it was just a red block and then you, he won first place well blake was trying to do this or not blake blaine blaine was trying to do the same thing and so um his Blaine's grandpa wanted him to win, and he got third place, and mine got first. Or not first, uh, second. And then the very next year, I got first because literally nobody wanted to do it. That sucks. Yeah, I was, it was like a pity first place. I was like, thanks, but why? <laughs> My first Pinewood Derby, I, you know, you guys know how I have this tendency to go above and beyond and then mess up severely on my first try. Uh-huh. I have that horrible knack, and it's carried with me throughout all these years. I've tried to wait it off, but the first time I, like, after I've seen from this age where it establishes as a pattern, I think it starts back then, because uh, the first Pinewood Derby I ever tried to make was a, uh, like, a Model T, Oof. and then I painted it blue, and then I tried to give it headlights, but then they looked like eyes, and then I tried to my, mark off where the bumper would have been. Because a bumper always sticks so out a little bit past the engine, but I made it a smile. Not because I wanted to, but because I was young and I didn't have any finger control. So mm. it looked like a really derpy, like, broken, <laughs> retarded Model T. And it was just like... 
you know, <laughs> smiling, going down slow and steady, and I'm like, that's not what I want, though. You want it fast. Mm. <laughs> I literally made a screwdriver for my winning car. Engine off. Yeah, I'm I literally made a screwdriver for my literal, like, winning vehicle for the Pinewood Derby. Like, I had, um, I had the handle, and then I, ha I like, cut it in. Like, where the I had I had the handle, and then the wheels would go there. Then I cut it in, let it go straight, and then cut it back out for the second pair of wheels. And then just grounded it off, and then the whole top I made go at, like, a, a triangle. And then I was like, hey, Dad, check it out. I made a wrench. And then... That's when Blake's grandpa like messed up because he put the weights, he put a, uh, one of the weights in the back and one of the weights on the top. The weights never go on the top. Yeah, no. They were supposed to go on the bottom. On the bottom at all times. How in the world? I literally painted the whole spot where I ne didn't want the weights. Like I literally, mm -hmm. I did everything right, and somehow mm -hmm. on the top. Mm -hmm. And I was like, second place, or no, sorry, first place. Second, whatever, some place. Uh, I don't remember which car I got first place with. I just remember I. I know you it. got first place, and then the very next year, Sai got first place. And I was like, all right, it's the Ingram time. I thought just I got, got first fourth. place before me. No. I think you got a trophy no. before me. Yeah, he no, did. He got. He got. He got, got second. You got, got first, and then he got first, and then I would try to get a place. I got no, dead fifth. I've only gotten third. I still have the trophy in my. No, I remember trading one of you for your second place because I never had one. Oh, I broke that one. There was green, there was red, and there was blue. I had a, I got, I got third, the red one. Red no, was it was. Yeah, blue was the year you got second. Was green was third. third. But the next year after that, you got first. Yeah, and then you got. I didn't get any place at first. Oh, I thought you did. No, I didn't mm. qualify. Anyway. That was really fun getting to design stuff. I liked that. Yeah, we actually got to cut stuff with wood. Ooh. And then literally, like, my last year there before we left for Texas, uh, which is where we are now. Um, Let the world know Blaine's, location. We're in a building. <laughs> uh, Blaine's grandpa actually cut a decent amount of his fingers on a saw blade. That wasn't... Him. Yeah, it was Brother Armstrong. No, it was Brother Armstrong already had it's, a thing. It's happened to him, but I don't think no, it was Blaine's Mr. Peterson did not have that. I swear, bro. Uh, all right, next one, Hot Wheels. Oh. Don't even get me going. That's why I picked it as a topic. Uh, my favorite thing about Hot Wheels is like you literally would. I love how smooth the tracks would be, and the fact that you could literally just side tracks. Are you talking about the, the orange ones? The oh, I thought the ones where you would like hook You up. literally could sideswipe your whole arm and then okay. you just. I thought you, you guys were them. talking about the ones where. Uh, you guys remember the loop tube? That? Uh, we got one of our Christmas presents and um, you would hook up two cars to these motors that were powered by batteries. Mm. And you would press a button and hold it and it goes. And it's powering up the car so that when you let go of the button, it launches the car and it goes around and around and around, but it barely ever I don't remember that at all. Anyway, you were saying the Hot Wheels tracks were smooth. Yeah, they were like, I love how smooth they are. And I liked that they're, I don't know, the bright orange was appealing to my eyeballs for some reason. 
And I also it's, love the fact that like you could just literally like you place down your your car at like the end, the very edge of the start of the track, and then you just sideswipe your whole shoulder into the track, and then the whole car would just through the rest of the track like a speed demon and you're just like yeah that was totally the fastest time ever and then one of my brothers did it faster and I was like I gotta get better uh I remember collecting them in the big semi truck thing yep and we use those as walls or garage car garage shops mm -hmm. or whatever and we'd be like so what's your load or sometimes whatever. we gave it made it a restaurant and made like because mm -hmm. we had just watched Cars the movie yep the first one and then we'd make them act like those cars and be like because the front of the truck, or sorry, it was a big blue truck. It was a profile of a big blue semi truck with a pack, like with a load or whatever, a trailer. But it was all congested into one thing. So that way, when you uh, grabbed the grill of the semi truck and popped it open, you could yeah. fold it open like a big book, and then inside. Where was your all cars your cars inside was, their own separate compartments? Yeah, they're all like and little when shelves. You stood it up on a ninety-degree angle. The uh, thing that you opened had a little clear plastic window. Yeah, and uh, that thing like, got so I would use, scratched. Yeah, we would use those as a restaurant window, and other cars would be coming through a drive-through, and you know, ordering food from other cars. And, and then we'd just be like, "Cool, here's your oil," you know, yeah. like. And we'd literally hand fake cans of oil to each other, not the not the cars themselves. If we had them. I don't remember ever having them. Yeah, I remember having a few cars, but then over time, like, the cars not just cars, disappeared. Oil. No, not actual oil. Yeah, I know. I was talking about we didn't ever have toy cans of oil either. No, we never did, but because they, our parents never trusted us with fire materials. Oh, I wonder that's why. That's not what I'm talking Hot Wheels? Yes. Well, to put it simply and summarizing it, uh, Fun. Isaac, the kid from our church, nothing even close to what I used to do to the cars. Yeah. I would, so man, I would have laps and races in my head. Mm hmm. I was living. What, what did what what would Isaac do? Just throw them? No, Isaac would play with them. But he would always say, oh, they crashed or something like that. He had, oh, he had really simple at your, stories. Oh, our current church. But whereas I would dream and think about, oh, it comes down to the final hour. Yeah, same. I would do the same. Head head yeah, it's a photo finish. It just... wins by an inch mm -hmm. or a centimeter. he knocks his back bumper and then finishes in reverse or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something crazy cool. Spastic, bro. Yeah, and then Isaac I at our church is like, my... oh, no, he crashed. Grew up like, with him, my imagination. Yeah. And what Isaac likes to he likes to drive the cars in circles, and then park them. Yeah. Or either that, or go. Oh no, they crashed, and then shove them all into a pile, and then nobody else touch them unless you ask politely. Which is fine. Like it teaches politeness, but still. What else is there? Noah, mm. what other questions do you have? We're going to save them for the next, for the next episode. Yeah, come up with more stuff. It is, it's, it's 11th, yeah. Uh, I got we both still have school tomorrow, and Noah has to go to this wonderful new job, which we celebrate. Did you just pause it and then that? Mm -mm. Oh, cool. Well, little G over here got, got a job. $14 an hour. Yeah. We've been 
really <laughs> pressing him and done a great job. So shout out to Little G, Little G. on the big, the big podcast host of a wonderful podcast here. Yeah, and he does a great job. Little Mikey, appreciate him. Yay, Little Mikey, Little Mikey, Little Italian Mikey. Hey, will it be? Get out of my room. <laughs> I will. Alright. And uh, now it's time for our sign-off calling card. You remember it? I don't know it? if I want to say it. Screw you. We'll and we'll talk see later. you tomorrow. Oh, that's our calling card? I guess. Uh, it's only episode 5, so we could still change it. But, you know. We could. We got plans. Alright. Well, screw, screw you. you. And we'll, we'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow.